It's Monday after a Bears win, so you know what that means. We've got to talk about the Bears winners. Plus, we're going to talk about how Ryan Pose is playing his situation as the GM of the Chicago Bears perfectly and what are the Bears' biggest needs heading into 2024 offseason. We're going to talk about all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. What's going on, Bears fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. I'm the host here, Hayes, but more importantly, you guys can follow the channel at Shy Bears Central on every social media platform we happen to be on. With that being said, let's go ahead and get into the content for the day. And man, the Chicago Bears get a dub against the Atlanta Hawks. I'm sorry, Atlanta Falcons. And this is one of the most complete games that the Chicago Bears offense has played with the defense forcing turnovers. And so I'm going to focus just on winners. And I'm not even going to talk about a lot of the losers in the game or players that play bad because I want to focus on the positive as we're riding into the last week of the season. A season uh, last week that we could, if we win against the Green Bay Packers, we could stop them motherfuckers from making the playoffs, which I'd love to be able to say. But I want to talk about some of the players that stood out in the most positive way. And I want to start with one of the rookies, and that's Javon Dexter Sr. This is a guy who's had games where he's played really well. He's seen his snap count go down, go back up, go back down again. But overall, right now, we've seen a lot of growth from Javon Dexter over the course of his rookie campaign. And yesterday, one and a half sacks from Javon Dexter in that game, and it was one of his best games overall. And so, listen, when it came down to it, both times that we sacked uh, Heineke, Javon Dexter was involved in that. And so he also had four tackles and two QB hits outside of that. He has three sacks in just the last Four games has Javon Dexter, and his stock is really rising heading into the offseason, and I think that's going to be important. An offseason that I think we're going to definitely go out and get another edge, which can help this defensive line overall. More on that here in a second. But Javon Dexter really stood out big time for the Chicago Bears, and I got to go to one of his defensive teammates in that as well, and that is in T.J. Edwards. Listen, T.J. Edwards has been one of the best Chicago Bears all season long. It just is what it is. He's been one of the best signings by Ryan Poles. He's more than worth the money that we got him for, and he's just been so important. Two tackles, one of those being for a loss, and a QB hit in it, and he had one of the four interceptions last night to TJ Edwards. TJ Edwards is an absolute dog, and he's been balling out big time for the Chicago Bears as well. Next up, Kyler Gordon. Listen, what can you say about Kyler Gordon? He's, he's, He's thrived in this season for the Chicago Bears, playing in that nickel being one of the best run-stopping uh, uh, cornerbacks in the league of, uh, in the National Football League. And this is something that I really think in using him in run and pass blitzes at that nickel position with the way that he tackles hard and things like that. Listen, the sky's the limit for Spider-Man, Kyler Gordon, and he really had one, three, three tackles, also pass break up, break up in that. But then let's go over to the other side, the other cornerback, uh, the starter in Tyreek Stevenson. Tyreek Stevenson had himself an absolute dog of a game yesterday when you look at the impact that he that he was able to make two interceptions he also had five tackles and four pass breakups in that he is now tied uh for four uh for four interceptions as the team best overall as uh, Tyreek Stevenson an absolute stud uh, so far for the Chicago Bears and one of the best acquisitions by Ryan Poles as well in that draft it just has so much future projection of just being an impact player for the Chicago Bears, it's hard not to love Tyreek Stevenson and what he can continue to bring to this team going forward. And he's part of one of the best secondaries, I mean, one of the best position groups for the Chicago Bears, and that is the secondary overall that has really this team rocking and rolling. And uh, we talked about that synergy between the pass rush and the pass coverage, and that is something that's really been making itself evident um, here with the increased pressure that we've been getting on these quarterbacks. 
Um, the, the secondaries look good, and Tyreek Stevenson has really stood out in that. Kind of split nose snaps with Terrell Smith at times as well. Really important there, but Tyreek Stevenson is just balling, man. And, and I love to see the way that he's been playing. But then we got to go to the combo, man. Justin Fields and DJ Moore. Listen, this was a great game for Justin Fields. Uh, showing that ability to be uh, in the run game and pass game. Overall, 313 yards from scrimmage, 268 of those being passing, 45 being rushing, two touchdowns, one running, one passing on top of that. Listen, uh, when you have the fans of Soldier Field chanting, we want Fields, that is that shows you the type of game that he had. And I know, hey, listen, the, Justin Fields has his haters, he has his doubters, and, and when it comes down to it, these are the type of games that hopefully go a long way in, in, in solving some of that. Is it perfect? No. Does he still have room to grow? Absolutely. He still has things that he needs to grow on. But this was a, a game where Justin Fields was decisive, especially early on. He placed some passes in, in places that not an average quarterback can do. Now, yes, we need and want to see it from Justin Fields uh, more often. And, and I understand that. It's, that's what comes with being a starting level quarterback in the NFL. But listen, Justin Fields completely balled out yesterday. And then you also got to talk about DJ Moore's game as well. Like, DJ Moore's just been such such a great player for the Chicago Bears. We have not had a wideout like DJ Moore in so long and just being able to be such a big impact. Now, passing 1,300 yards on the season in yesterday's game, a career high for him. Also, career high in touchdowns at eight now for him in that he's had a career year, and that career year has come when he's been his best when Justin Fields is the one passing the ball to him. And DJ Moore, man, it's just it's it's so exciting to watch what these two players can continue to be theoretically as they keep growing together, man. And uh, I, for one, love to see it. I, for one, hope that it continues. And, you know, this is just the first year of that. But DJ Moore and Justin Fields are such a really good duo. And uh, you love to see it. nine catches for 159 yards on 13 targets. So, again, that that's great cash, uh, catch uh, percentage on that. And he just played extremely well for the Chicago Bears. And then the last one in yesterday's game, Khalil Herbert. And when you look at it, Khalil Herbert was a little bit slow to come back from injury, right? He didn't really have it going right away. But now, back-to-back 100-yard games for Khalil Herbert. Um, and so, listen, he had he led us with 18 yards, 124 yards rushing, an average of 6.9 yards per carry. And then when you get people like Darius from Dallas saying that, oh, we got to move on from Khalil Herbert while he's still on a rookie-level deal, no. Now, could the Bears look for a running back, which we'll talk about in the draft? Yeah, that's a possibility in every year because, listen, that's just – get a bunch of good running backs in every draft. But Khalil Herbert definitely stood out in a positive way for the Chicago Bears yesterday as well. Love to see the way that he performed and the way that he's just reminded people. Deontay Foreman was a healthy scratch. And if you saw the tweet from Deontay Foreman, kind of alludes to the fact that he's not going to be back here with Chicago. So, you know, Khalil Herbert just showing what he can bring. And and Roshan Johnson to a little bit of a degree as well. I want to see Roshan definitely improve from year one to year two. Talk about that during the offseason. But Khalil Herbert had a really, really good game and showing why he's the type of runner that he is and why he can be a really good complimentary piece as a running back. I think you need a little bit more of a dynamic running back as the number one or at least to share that backfield, which we have in Roshan Johnson. He just has to increase and in, in play a little bit more. But love the game that we have from Khalil Herbert yesterday. But moving on from this. So after other than the win, the, the Bears got another win in, in clinching the number one uh, pick in the 2024 draft. And it just has highlighted how well Ryan Poles has played all of this, right? When you look at just getting DJ Moore, the fact that he would not take uh, a deal from the Carolina Panthers that did not include DJ Moore, and he actually weakened their roster as well by doing that and increased that chance for that number one pick that we have from them to be uh, the, the, to be better. Like uh, the number one overall pick in the draft, you don't necessarily plan for that, but you definitely can look at and project 
how that draft is going to go. So when you look at what he's done, yes, he's had his miscues. Uh, Chase Claypool was that. I think you rectified that this year by trading a second for Montez Sweat, who's been hugely impactful for the Bears. But the way that, that Ryan Poles has played this, right, and has created a situation here in Chicago that is really one of the better opportunities. When you look at it, we have now two um, two top 10 picks as of right now how it is. The Bears have the 10th overall pick, so we have the first and the 10th overall pick in this draft. That's huge assets for the Bears to possibly trade down or just get amazing talent to add to this. Also, the sixth most cap space in the NFL next year. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. I believe maybe it's the seventh most, uh, but top 10 in cap space next year as well. An important part to continue to build the Chicago Bears if they do look look to move on from Matt Eberflus or if they even look to, to keep Matt Eberflus have set themselves up with assets that are going to be so important to what the Bears can be going forward and continuing to build this team out. And that's what Ryan Poles has done so well, setting us up with a nice core of young talent. When you look at it, so many pieces of the Chicago Bears team that are rocking and rolling and playing their best right now while the Bears are playing their best are young players. You look at the young secondary, all players 24 and younger, basically, in that secondary. And the, those are players that we really want to see big things from, right, and continue to grow from. Getting DJ Moore, having Justin Fields, locking up Cole Komet to an extension, who's having a career year as well. Uh, uh, Darnell Wright, the right pick there, right? Tevin Jenkins, that's yeah, a little injury concerns there, but especially when you look at that defense, getting Jack Sanborn where you got Jack Sanborn, right? TJ Edwards signing here. Tremaine Evans still having a solid game as well for the Chicago Bears in yesterday's game. We are set up with young talent that we can either go out and supplement in free agency with the cash that we have, right, and bring some veterans to help shore up and develop these young guys, or we can keep the youth movement go going or a mixture of both with the way that the draft assets and how we're set up. And keep in mind, we still got Carolina's second-round pick in next year's draft as well, which is shaping up to probably be a pretty good pick as well in that. Ryan Poles has set us up with assets, players, and money. That's how he's done, and that's not an easy uh, uh, thing for a GM to do in looking at turning around this thing in just two years. And we now have the launching pad to build a playoff team, especially with the defense that we have here now. The Chicago Bears are set up really good, and it's really come through Ryan Poles and his future projecting and just being aggressive in what he's done and, and maybe sometimes zigging where people thought he should zag and going in a different route, like getting Jaquan Brisker and Kyler Gordon when most analysts and people thought the Chicago Bears were going to go wide receiver to start that draft. Now, we end up getting Vellis Jones, who uh, another kind of mishap for the Chicago Bears, but overall, Ryan Poles has set us up really, really nicely. And if we do move on from Matt Eberflus, the Chicago Bears have to be an attractive uh, place for coaches to come. And if we don't, again, we got enough to con continue to solidify and push where we need to go in 2024. So I want to spend some time commending Ryan Poles and what he's done. But the job's not done yet. We still got things that we absolutely need to improve on heading into the 2024 season. One of the first things is coaching staff. Regardless if you're keeping Matt Eberflus or not, Luke Getze has to go. We have to find a new defensive coordinator as well. And who you get in those positions are going to be extremely important. You've tried to get rookie coordinators to go with a rookie head coach. 
Now go out there and get some more veteran coordinators that have better situational awareness, that have a more fluid offensive scheme to help this this talented offensive players that we have here and also still develop because we're still going to have to have a nice influx of injury. So I'm sorry, influx of young talent. So coaching staff has to be one of the type priorities for the Chicago Bears heading into next year. And then the O-line, specifically the center position and depth at the tackle and guards positions. We need that wholeheartedly. When you look at Cody Whitehair, Lucas Patrick, those experiments at center have to be done. And then you have players that just can't stay healthy in, in Braxton Jones, who isn't necessarily health the biggest concern with him, but you have a player that you may want to bring in some competition there. You got Tevin Jenkins, who can't, who can't really stay healthy as well. We need another guard also. Nate Davis, who has been up and down in this play in Chicago since he's come here. We need some O-line depth, and we need a starting caliber center in this upcoming uh, offseason, and the Bears can get that. That's going to go a long way in helping improve where this offensive line is and how it can protect the quarterback. Next up, wide receiver. DJ Moore has been great, but the wide receiver play outside of DJ Moore has largely been disappointing. So whether you do it with the number one overall pick in a Marvin Harrison Jr. like I would like, or you get one of the other talented wide outs that are going to be and that you can get with your own pick in this draft, which is in the top 10, the Bears do need to address that wide out position. It's another position that they could theoretically try to address in free agency as well. If they don't want to go young, they want to pair a veteran there to help with whatever they have at the quarterback in Justin Fields, because that's who I think should still be the quarterback. But, you know, they're uh, so but they have those options at their disposal. But wide receiver is definitely a position that we need to look to upgrade as well. And then safety. Eddie Jackson is in the next year will be the last year of his deal. And whether you look to trade him, cut him to save four and a half million dollars, or you just want to start grooming his replacement. Safety is definitely a position of need for the Chicago Bears to address either in free agency or the draft. And I trust Ryan Poles to go out there and get it. And then next up, edge. We have to find another dynamic edge to pair on the other side of Montez Sweat. Now, that could come via trading the number one overall pick in some of the rumors that we've heard, a.k.a. Max Crosby. Or, you again, if you go wide receiver, whatever you do with your top pick, you can then try to go Jared Verse or another uh, dynamic defensive edge um, in the in the first round. So I would expect the Bears to try to address that as well this offseason. If the Bears do these things and address these positions and the, the spots on that coaching staff, it's not hard to see the Bears contending for a playoff spot in, in, in the 2024 season, heck, technically we contended for a playoff spot this year. We just didn't have enough to get it done. And so really want to see the Bears address those things in this upcoming um, offseason. Uh, and we can see what we got at that point in time. I think that puts you in a better place to continue to evaluate what this team is, what it can be. And it's probably the best overall situation for the Bears. Again, to recap. We need to address the coaching staff, whatever that means with the head coach. But other than that, we got coordinator positions that we definitely need to address in the offseason. And that expect what I expect to be one of the first things addressed in this offseason. After it starts, we'll find out what that means. The center position, we got to address the center and the O-line depth for the Chicago Bears in a meaningful way. We have to. This is a year that if you're going to spend money, that's probably one of the positions that you need to spend money at if you don't plan on getting it in the draft. The wide receiver position. Find another wideout to be on the other side of DJ Moore. You've seen what Justin Fields has been able to do. He's also been able to build chemistry, great chemistry with DJ Moore in just one singular offseason. Bring in, whether it's through the draft, a young one, or you go out there and get a a veteran wide receiver that you know what you're going to get. Justin Fields has shown that he can build that chemistry with those guys. You don't have to necessarily just rely on how him and Darnell Mooney are friends. Safety position. We got to start grooming the replacement. For Eddie Jackson, regardless of what that means, if we keep Eddie Jackson, he's another player that has not been able to stay healthy. When he's healthy, pretty good. But we got to address that, I think, in a meaningful way. And then the edge position. We have not 
used a premium pick to draft an edge yet under Ryan Poles. That may change this offseason, and we can see how that's going to help the team and help continue helping the progression that this defense has made. And then lastly, last topic before we get out of here, a petty one. Uh, the Bears can play spoiler against the Green Bay Packers. When you look at where the Green Bay Packers are now, they need to win against us to get into the playoff and clinch their playoff berth. I think they need a little bit of extra help as well. But the Bears have the opportunity to spoil the season for the Green Bay Packers. Let me be clear here. This is nothing but pure pettiness on my part. But the Bears have the chance to do that, and that's what I want to see from that. The Packers right now sit in 8-8 eight eight on the season. The Chicago Bears are 7-9. We have the chance to make us finish with the same record as the Green Bay Packers, who gave us our first loss to start this season. We got to go out and get that dub. Again, petty pick there. I'll have on my FGB attire. Already got a new T-shirt to wear for the last game. The Bears need to take care of business in Week 18 against the Green Bay Packers so that we can get these cheeseheads up out of here. But let me know your guys' thoughts, as always, on everything down below. Make sure you're following the show at Shy Bear Central. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, chicagobearscentral.gmail.com. And then lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail, the number to do so, 773-270-2799. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related, thanks to you guys. And like I liked in every episode on, Chi Town up, but bear down. Love you guys. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Break, 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 break.